light at the end of the tunnel. What a week. My name is Matt Sinovic. I'm the Executive Director of Progress Iowa. And I'm Ivy Beckenholt, Communications Director of Progress Iowa. Welcome to What a Week with hot takes about the week's news and shout outs for people doing good in the world. This week, we will be discussing the uh, inauguration of our new president, everything that's going on in the, not everything, but much of what's going on in the Iowa State Capitol, um, and some exciting news from right here at Progress Iowa. So let's get started with this week's headlines. Um, the first up, Ivy, I mean, there really is a light at the end of the tunnel. I, I How did you... I just want to ask how you felt watching the inauguration this week. I mean, it was amazing to see Joe Biden become president. But even more than that, I think it was just amazing to see Kamala Harris become vice president. I mean, four years ago, we saw this narrative that a woman might not be able to get elected and now turn around and we have the first woman, first black woman and first South Asian woman VP. Uh, I think that's really amazing. It was kind of emotional watching it because I never thought it would happen. So I think that was really amazing. And obviously Biden getting elected feels like the nightmare's over. Yeah, it felt really just, I agree with all of that, just felt refreshing mm-hmm. and like a, um, that especially I think, I mean, obviously the historic, I, I, uh, just adding to what you're saying, because I agree with all of that, mm-hmm. like the historic nature of Kamala Harris and, um, and what that would mean for, what that means for, I mean, we have two sons, what that means for obviously every girl watching, every young woman watching, but like, but for, for young boys and men to see that, that that's, that's a, um, uh, just seeing that happen too. But I think like, it was um, it was just remarkable to me to see like a competent like normal thing happen. I don't know how else to say that. Like just normal mm-hmm. normalcy. Um, there wasn't weird American carnage. Like I like I don't know. It was just like a inauguration that happened, and we haven't had. And then there was a press conference where they weren't like yelling about crowd size. I, I, so. Just normal, normal is good. You know, I, I'll, I'll take normal all day. Yeah, I've been watching the show Veep lately. Have you seen that? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I just started getting into it. And it was reminding me so much of, you know, the past administration and everything. So it's very nice to see that that's not really reality anymore for now, at least. So Yeah, thankfully. That was good. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, if you haven't seen it yet, there's a video by the... Uh, there's a, a account or a group called Girl Up, um, where it's uh, young girls watching Kamala Harris. That's what I, I was mentioning earlier that, that watching her get sworn in. It's just their all the whole video is just their reactions, and it's really powerful um, and very cool. Um, and oh. even more on that, the executive orders that happened even on the very first day it was amazing, uh, especially for climate change. Something that we all should be really passionate about rejoining the World Health Organization too was amazing. 
and uh, extending federal student loans, which I'm personally very happy about. (laughs) (laughs) That was really good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I will say as someone who has, I don't have any student loans left, they're all paid off, Mm -hmm. but everyone should have that just wiped out because, and I don't get the argument that it's not fair to someone who's already paid that. It's like, I don't, I don't know why you'd want to inflict that on anyone else. And it's mm-hmm. just like, it's silly that people are in, that anyone's in any kind of debt for going to school. So, um, but no, that was, that was great. The, the, all the, uh, the eviction moratorium remaining mm-hmm. in place, I think through September, but at least through the, like later this year, um, so many great executive orders that, that that um, happened. The um, uh, Muslim ban gone, halting the production of the wall. Um, the the uh, just he did not waste any time getting getting to work right. and reversing uh, Trump policies. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and I'm excited to see how the control of COVID goes over the next few weeks and months as well. Hopefully, that'll improve. Um, but some news in the Iowa uh, State House and Senate, turning the page a little bit. It's been a crazy week. So, firstly, on abortion, um, HSB 41, the constitutional amendment to restrict abortion in Iowa, has already moved out of the subcommittee and the House Judiciary Committee this week. Uh, what were your thoughts on that one? Yeah, I mean, they're moving pretty fast to mm-hmm. take away people's rights. So, it's not, not surprising, but they are just... They are just plowing right ahead um, uh, on this and on just anything else that they have left to do because um, they've had Republican total Republican control for four years. And so um, there's not not a ton that they haven't done, but they're trying to cement their legacy as the worst legislature um, uh, in, in the state's history. So I, I'm uh, I think we've said this is our theme, but disappointed or, or disappointing, but not surprising. Um, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, it was the situation, obviously, restricting abortion is horrible, but it makes it even worse that people couldn't even voice their opinions this year. And right. I think that's part of why they get to move so fast. They don't have to worry about people who are pro-choice really coming into the Capitol to voice their opinions because, you know, Democrats don't really want to, you know harm anyone kill anyone by not wearing a mask so yeah then yeah. they don't they're just not allowing virtual comment in the house in the senate they are so mm-hmm. um uh, on covid news this week things are still terrible in the state of iowa um, when it comes to covid um unfortunately the light at the end of the tunnel here is a little bit further off and it'll take more than two days for the biden administration to have that much impact in our state um and we are you know, one of the worst states in the country for d- vaccine distribution and for testing. Um, so I hope that we get our vaccines soon. Um, I, I know that that is starting to happen. You start to hear about this with healthcare workers, with, with some uh, seniors, but um, it, I, that's, it has to, not only does that have to happen, but we're going to need to see some like actual leadership from the governor. I hope she gets it and, broadcast that somehow like and talks about it because you still see and hear people wondering like is it safe is it a good idea um and you have sort of this anti-vax population anyway plus people who are just think covid's a myth still so it's um 
we need everyone to take it. Yeah, I mean, it's horrible. Even if we get everyone to take it, it would take so long for that to happen. I think at the current rate, with only about 19,000 vaccinations a week, I think Iowa COVID trackers said that it would take until the end of July to get everyone vaccinated. I mean, this is insane. It is too long, and we have to, Mm -hmm. and it's not just about anyone's personal choice here either. Like, everyone getting vaccinated lowers the community spread. And we need to get that down to zero. I mean, we have to, like, because otherwise keeping that disease alive, the longer, my understanding is the longer it survives, the more likely it is to mutate and change and become more, in fact, like, because it's trying to survive too. So Mm -hmm. um, hopefully that will happen sooner rather than later. Hopefully help from the federal government is on the way um, for all of those kinds of programs. Um, Yeah. I mean, did you hear as well that she said that as far as testing goes, we're last for testing. And then she was saying it's more of an Iowa thing that like I the stuff is there. They just haven't gone out to get tested, kind of like blaming it on Iowans, which I just found to be interesting in the press conference as well. But You know, I missed that part, but it's, mm-hmm. again, disappointing, but not surprising because she's taken no responsibility for this, like very little or to none. I mean, and... She's the governor. Like, there's only, like, the only person, I mean, now it's Joe Biden. I mean, on the block. Like, mm-hmm. the, only, the only other person who's as responsible as she is for what happens in our state is the president when it comes to this. Because they can spend money. They can distribute, you know, like, put put uh, uh, federal dollars in or state dollars in to help businesses, to help people, to help whatever, to do vaccine distribution, all of this. But she's she's passed the buck completely on to us and mm-hmm. um blamed us for bl- blamed iowans for everything that has happened so um yeah not surprising yeah uh last up on our news this week is the fact that uh ssb 1065 which is the vouchers bill. It's going to be considered in the education subcommittee on Monday, and it's already scheduled to be considered that afternoon in the whole education committee, which is obviously annoying because they're not even really going to listen to the other points of view and Iowans on that because they're already pushing it through. Um, Basically, it would divert money away from public schools into non-public schools. I mean, this is so problematic. Where do we even start? I mean, what were your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it's... um... That it, that's all that they're, what they're trying to do is take, mm. um, is to take funding away from public schools. I mean, that's it. They are, I mean, and what most people believe is that if it's public tax dollars, they should go to public education. Um, and, mm-hmm. and that's, I mean, that's it. Like, it's not complicated. Um, there's a couple of big differences. Um, one is that there should be, you know, like accountability and transparency, um, and if you're, if it's a not, if it's not a public school, they're not held to the same standard. So, um, it's um, it, it, they're not the same requirements for admitting students with disabilities. With mm-hmm. uh, for making sure that I mean, if there's nothing to stop a private uh, religious school from from denying admittance because someone has gay parents, you know, there's nothing that or like there's all kinds of there's all kinds of things that can happen with those with with, um, with those schools, um, and they should not be. That's not where our tax dollars should be going, and I just don't think people believe that. Um, other than the core hard uh, hard 
the hardcore conservatives at the Capitol. Mm-hmm. I know they're trying to push this through saying that it gives parents more of a choice, but it really just takes away a solid education for the bulk of students at public schools who really desperately need that funding. And so, yeah, it's just horrible. And we'll see what happens. Probably going to go through at least the subcommittee. So we'll see. Next up, we have our hot takes where we give our opinions on the hot topics of the week. Um, first up is Bernie's mittens. Uh, just want to talk about that. I actually loved that this was trending. I thought it was so fun. It's fun. It's totally fun. And yeah. like a light, you know, like it's nice to have a light moment that is not also cringe, cringy, um, yeah. which, which a lot of the funny moments from uh, – the last administration's events were also just like, hold your breath. Oh my God, what's happening? Um, this is just, mm-hmm. you know, I, I mean, Bernie has appeared in everything now. So, um, like, uh, I'm surprised he's not sitting behind you for some, you know, uh, yeah. No. Yeah, that should have been uh, my background. Dang right. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Visual, visual no. stunts don't really work on a podcast, but Ivy did just turn around and shock for everyone listening. Yeah. So, um, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was so great. And I saw, I read a story about the origin of the mittens. That was and great. it came from like uh, someone in Vermont who felt bad after he lost in 2016. So yep. she sent them to him. It was so cute. And Bernie, keep, you know, keeping up the, the tradition of having, he has one coat, one pair of mittens, mm-hmm. one, probably only has one tie, you know, all that kind of the, probably more than one tie, but, um, yeah. but that kind of theme with him. So yeah, big, big fan of, of the Bernie's mittens meme. Um, and 10 times more of a fan of our, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to screw this up, but youth poet laureate, um, I mean, I I think you could have just had Amanda Gorman up on stage for the entirety of the inauguration ceremony, and no one would have complained. You could have replaced Garth Brooks and J Lo and Lady Gaga, and I mean that was incredible. That was like, I, she, that was just out. That was wonderful. That that uh, from beginning to end. Um, so I, I I don't know what you thought. But like I was just stunned and amazed, and it was cool that it was like not a celebrity poet either. It wasn't like mm-hmm. um, someone that m- many or most people would have heard of. Like it was, and just knocked it out of the park. Completely, I'm really excited to see what comes next from her as well. I heard that she's got two books that are coming out, so oh, definitely I gonna grab yeah. those. Yeah. I think it was just really great because I think that's the moment that everyone's really going to take away from the inauguration, which was just really impactful. And it kind of resonates that, yes, we're moving on, we're united, but also, you know, we've got to be progressive and push through. So I just thought it was really good. Yeah, I think I heard in one interview, I don't know if she said she wants to run for something, but they did talk about how she'd be eligible to run for president in 2036, I think. So um sign me up that's fine that's great i love it i mean um uh that was that was so fun Mm -hmm. we are going to end now with some shout outs um where we lift up great work happening all over the state Uh, so please send those recommendations to at progress iowa or at potluck fm um we have a new reporter who has started for potluck.fm 
Uh, Nicole Hetrick um, was in the past a reporter for Iowa Starting Line, has worked for a number of publications, Iowa Feminist, Omaha World Herald in the past, um, has already been doing a great job this week. This is her first week. So huge shout out to Nicole for tracking the legislature and covering all the ins and outs of what they are doing. Um, please follow along uh, on Twitter at potluckfm, at potluck.fm online. Um, and we will tag her when this episode goes, goes live as well. So welcome aboard, Nicole, and thanks for your work. Water Week is produced by Progress Iowa as part of the Potluck Media Network and would not be possible without grassroots supporters like you. We are mixed and edited by Greg Hallenstein. For more information, visit potluck.fm, find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to leave us a five-star review and subscribe. See you next week on What A Week. Thank you.